In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Come quickly, we pray, Lord Jesus, and do not delay, that those who trust in your compassion may find solace and relief in your coming, who live and reign forever and ever, amen. That was the opening prayer for Mass this morning. There's a special Mass for December 24th, which is different from the special Mass of the evening of December 24th, which is Christmas Eve. But still, even in the prayers and the readings for this Christmas Eve Mass, we're speaking of our Lord's birth as something yet to come. We're speaking of it in the future tense, because we're anticipating that moment of midnight and, and the day to follow. It's the moment when how many countless years, how many generations of waiting finally came to fruition when it happened. Adam and Eve were promised that her seed would come and crush the head of the devil. We don't know how many thousands of years that had been. King David had been promised a son who would sit on his throne and reign forever. That was already a thousand years in the past. 200 years later, we would receive the words of the prophet Isaiah, which we hear tonight and with which, which we associate so much with this anticipation of Christmas. Handel's Messiah is, would be nothing without the prophet Jeremiah. And it would still be 800 years later 800 years of waiting until it finally happened. It really did happen. Listen to, the, listen to these words. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. For a child is born to us, a son is given us, upon his shoulder dominion rests. They name him Wonder Counselor, God Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. Does that sound like the Old Testament or the New Testament? He's saying that a child is born to us. A son is given, upon his shoulder dominion rests. He's speaking about Christ in the present tense. 800 years earlier. The prophet speaks on behalf of God and, the, and, and God is always in the present. And so as, as Christians, we have to get out of the mindset of thinking that Jesus was born just 2,000 years ago. Now, it would be great if we all agreed and if the, the newspapers agreed that Jesus really did exist and was born 2,000 years ago. That'd be, a, that'd be progress. But for Christians who really do believe, we can't only think of Jesus as an historical event. It happens. If the birth of Jesus is something that simply happened in the past, then this kind of gets a little tedious. It's a little boring. I mean, we've already done this. 
And so beautifully, in, in, in these evening masses of Christmas Eve, the, the church makes you think and speak and hear about the birth of Jesus as something happening in the future. So that for each and every one of us, it's something that really is happening now. It's happening to me. Jesus is born for me. It helps when you have a newborn baby at home. Our, our music director and organist has the double blessing of having twin daughters that were just born a few days ago. Congratulations, James. And I believe this is Victoria Grace's first visit to church, right? So congratulations to Victoria Grace for making out of the hospital. It's not just children that are born to us. Jesus Christ, the living Savior, is in the world. It's not, though, it's not as though we just simply visited and left. He is in the world. And for those of us who believe, he is in our lives. Not just in our minds and not just in our hearts, but because we know that he will come to us on the altar just as miraculously as he came into the world through the Blessed Virgin Mary by the work of the Holy Spirit. He is in your chest, in your abdomen, in your blood veins, he's in your lungs. He's, he is in you. He's, he's inseparable from you. He is born. He is given to you. God in the world is now. There is nothing boring. There is no need to think of it as a past. There's no need to think that we have to wait any longer. God in your life is right now. As I mentioned at a baptism a few days ago, when a newborn comes into your life, you don't wait to talk to her for a few years till she can understand you. You're already talking to her. Right, and what are you saying to her? You're saying how beautiful she is, how much you love her. It'll be years before she realizes the words you're saying. We will wait in the Gospels until the baptism in the Jordan to hear those words come down from heaven, the voice of God the Father. This is my beloved son. My beloved son. But from all eternity, not just for years, centuries, or millennia, from all eternity, God the Father takes delight in his beloved son. And their union in the Holy Trinity by the Holy Spirit is one constant Constant relationship of love. God has always been speaking to you. 
and is continually speaking to you how beautiful you are and how much he loves you. But some of us haven't received the message. And it's worth thinking for a moment how ineffective it is to tell someone what I just told you, that God thinks you're beautiful and God loves you. It's when someone, your mom, your dad, becomes the messenger, becomes the prophet, and tells you, you are beautiful to me, and I love you. That the message of God can can be received. And so tonight, when a Savior is born for you, and when God is present in your heart, rejoice and share that gift and tell someone how beautiful they are to you and how much you love them. Because God's been saying that to them since he first thought of them. But it might not be until you tell them on his behalf that they really believe. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. (laughs)